Hi everyone, welcome to the English Chanakya podcast, a show which delves deep into understanding about India, its culture, its great history and trying to bring a clarity about the country so that we can be an active citizen and bring reforms as citizens and be the solution to make our country stand up and shine. The President of India, officially the President of the Republic of India, is the ceremonial head of state of India and the supreme commander of all the three Indian armed forces. But is there any real power and role for a president in India compared to say a president of the United States? Or is the Indian president just a ceremonial position with no real power? Let's find out. Before we check the powers of the president, let's see how a president is elected in, in India. The members of the Lok Sabha, the lower house of India's bicameral parliament, the Rajya Sabha, the upper house, Vidhan Sabha, the state legislative assemblies, and the union territories together elect the president by conducting the election process. It is known as electoral college. Electoral college was a common term used recently in the 2020 presidential elections in the United States of America. But the way of electing a president in India is totally different compared to the elections of the United States. The US president is both the head of the state and the head of the government, but an Indian president is only the head of the state. The president of the US is the real executive compared to an Indian president. But the term of office of an American president is just four years and he can seek re-election only once. But the Indian president holds the office for five years and is eligible for re-election any number of times. And the US president is not part of any legislature, but the Indian president is included in the parliament uh, in the two houses, that is the Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha. And the removal process is more or less the same because the Indian president and American president can only be removed from the office through the process of impeachment. So that's or the only thing common from all the different powers. Actually, comparatively, an American president is far more powerful than an Indian president. There are certain privileges only which an Indian president can enjoy and not any other citizen of India. Some of them are a president, like no warrant can be initiated against a president of India. And in case of civil cases, two months notice should be given to the president. So that's a privilege. And the main thing is like no criminal proceedings can be initiated against a president. And the president is not answerable to any court of law for the performance of his duties. So like this is, these are actually very good privileges which no other person enjoys. Only the president of the uh, president of india is actually entitled and no one else is entitled for this privilege the salary of a president in india is 5 lakh per month and other allowances are also fixed to the president uh, these this amount is actually not included in the um, other emoluments and allowances given to him so like that's uh, roughly seven thousand dollars or five lakh the comparatively the vice president receives four lakh and the prime minister receives two lakh eighty thousand salary uh, received as a member of parliament in lok sabha or rajya sabha and uh, so comparatively the president earns the highest and uh, so there's a privilege over there too. In order to be a president of India you need to satisfy some, some rules. So like the eligibility in article 58 of the constitution sets the principal qualifications one must uh, meet to be eligible. So like a president must be a citizen of India at, of uh, 35 years of age or above and he must be qualified to become a member of Lok Sabha. So like a person shall not be eligible for a president if he holds any office of profit under the government of India or the government of any state or any local or other authority subject to the control of any of the said governments but certain office ho holders however are permitted as uh, stand as presidential candidates they are the current vice president the government governor of any state uh, the uh, member of any union of any state including the prime minister or and chief ministers so like any of them can stand but not any other uh, officers of the government 
but uh, these people are eligible to stand so in the event like a vice president a state governor or any minister is elected president they are considered to have vacated their previous office on the date they began serving as a president after a person is elected as a president of india he needs to take an oath then only he is eligible to be the president of india so after being elected the president has to take an oath before entering the office this oath is administered by the chief justice of india and if he is not able to administer it uh, due to some odd reasons the senior most judge of the supreme court administers the oath there are certain powers which are unique to the president which no other person has like some of them are executive powers like most of the constitutional functionaries are appointed by the president like uh, the prime minister other ministers of council of ministers on the advice of prime minister the attorney general of india the comptroller and auditor general of india the chief justice and other judges of the supreme court the high court etc the members of the upsc the chairman of the upsc the chief election commissioner and other commissioners etc are all taken under the constitutional functionary which which is appointed by the president so that's an executive power right there for the president another power of the president is his legislative powers the president is the integral part of the union legislature and the president has the power to summon the session of a parliament so he can dissolve the lok sabha whenever he needs and he can convene a joint session of both the houses of parliament to resolve a deadlock so and the president can nominate 12 members to rajya sabha and two persons of anglo indian community to the lok sabha and he has the power to address the nation and send messages to the parliament the first session actually of the parliament after a general election and its first session of a new year must open with the inaugural address of the president so these are some certain privileges he has and like certain types of bill that cannot be introduced in the parliament without the prior recommendations of the president such as like uh, money bills creation of new states alteration in the boundary lines of the state laws related to languages and expenditure from the consolidated fund of india so the presidential assent is necessary for bills passed by the parliament to become a law so like uh, without a president thinking there cannot be a law made in india and in case of non money bills he may either give his assent or withhold it or he may return the bill to the parliament for reconsideration if the bill is again passed by the parliament with or without amendment the president can't withhold his assent so there is that power which is gone but the president has the absolute veto power over bills passed by the state legislatures another power is the military power the constitution bestows certain military powers on the president he is the commander in chief of the armed forces he is the head of the national defense committee he could declare war and peace the president has the right to ask for military exercise during the peace time the president also confers titles on armed force personals and apart from that there are ju- judicial powers like the judicial power of the president constitute prerogative of mercy so like he has the power to pardon offenders or remit or suspend or commute their sentences he has the right to consult the supreme court on any matters of law he is a fountain of justice actually in india one of the most important powers which we could see was the national emergency like article 352 empowers the president to declare the national emergency when a serious situation has arisen in india which can threaten the security of the country by war like or like uh, an armed rebellion or an external aggression so such a proclamation shall be laid before the parliament and unless approved by it uh, it shall uh, have its effect after the expiry of one month so like th- there is that's a national emergency then he can also proclaim state emergency which is uh, which is under article 356 so like he can take over the administration of any state in the event of breakdown of the constitutional machinery of that particular state and then there is financial emergency 
which uh, is mentioned in article 360 which uh, the president can declare a financial emergency if he feels that the financial stability or credit of india or any part thereof is threatened so these are some powers and privileges which a president can only have in india but now let's check some facts of indian presidents which we had until now the uh, kr narayan became the first dalit president of india in 1997 and the and the first scientist to become president in india was apj abdul kalam in 2002 and after 57 years and 11 male presidents pradeepa patel became the first woman to be president of india in 2007 and dr sarvapalli radhakrishnan was the first vice president of the country and second president of india and his birthday is uh, commonly known as teachers day which is celebrated on 5th of september every year so these are some uh, privileges and duties which are to be done by the president of india so like uh, there is a perfect quote for this uh, of how a president should function which is given by bhimrao ambedkar the chairperson of drafting committee of the constituent assembly of india or he is commonly known as the father of indian constitution so like he says under the draft constitution of the president occupies the same position as the king under the english constitution he is the head of the state but not of the executive he represents the nation but does not rule the nation he is the symbol of the nation his place in the administration is that of a ceremonial device on a seal by which the nation's decisions are made known 